Hi guys and welcome back to the podcast. This is Nicoa Radio. I'm your host, Jen, or as many of you know me as Miss Jen Lifts. Welcome back to our third episode. Happy to be here. Happy Monday. I hope everyone is having a wonderful day. Today we are going to do a more lighthearted, kind of more fun podcast since tomorrow is a holiday and I'm actually in the process of moving and a lot of my stuff is in boxes, so I just wanted to do a fun podcast today and then get back to some of the more heavier topics and more serious topics after this week. And this will also give you guys an opportunity to get to know me if you don't already know me from social media. So I'm going to take some of the questions you guys asked me when um, I asked a few weeks ago about uh, what questions you wanted me to answer. So uh, let's get started on this Q&A right now. So first question was, who is your favorite coworker? I just have a feeling that one of my coworkers asked this question, <laughs> but you know what? I will answer honestly anyways. So the answer to this is actually, I hate all of my coworkers and I wish that I could leave. I'm totally kidding. I don't hate all of my coworkers. I love all of them in their own individual ways, and I do not have a favorite uh, because they're all awesome, and it's like one big happy family. So I don't have a favorite. Um, Everyone has like their place in my life, so that is the answer that I have for that. So if one of my coworkers asks that, you lose. (laughs) Um, The next question was, who is your last IG search? I don't actually know, so let's look. Let's look at this. Um, It looks like the last person that I looked up was Ashley Flowers. And for anyone who doesn't know who that is, she is one of my favorite podcasters. She has the podcast Crime Junkie, one of the best crime podcasts ever. And she just actually released a novel, and you should check it out. It is amazing. So I definitely was probably looking up her IG so I could tag her in one of my posts. So that is my last uh, done search. I'm sure some of you are looking for something juicier, but I apologize. That is uh, not super juicy at all. The next question I was asked was, if you could have anything you ever wanted at any time, but could never talk to your best friend again, would you do it? That is a really easy answer, and the answer is no, I would not do that because life without any of my best friends is a life I don't want to live at all because all of them mean the world to me and have a special place in my heart and in my life, and I can't imagine anything or anyone else replacing that in my life. Even a million dollars... Maybe two million, but no, 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 not even two million. Nothing can replace them and their friendship and their place in my life. So I would say no, hard pass. I'm good. Someone asked, hello, aunt. My question is, how do you come up with so many Starbucks recipes? I really don't think this was my nephew who asked this. So someone thinks I'm their auntie. And hello, niece or nephew. How I come up with so many Starbucks recipes? So great question. It's a mix of things. So first and foremost, I use some Starbucks recipes that are already on the menu and I tweak them. The second place that I get a lot of my recipes are just 
literally Google searching it. So some things that already exist, like French vanilla and a few other flavors that are just out there already, you know, made. The next place is actually, I look for trending drinks that people have on the TikTok and other places like that. And I make them macro friendly that way. The next place that I look is actually recommendations from followers or other fellow baristas of flavors they're interested in or flavors they've already created. And I tweak them and make them macro-friendly and I give them credit where credit is due. And then obviously one of the other places is I make up my own recipes completely from scratch, like the Christmas cookie latte. I know that uh, many of you have seen that recipe elsewhere and said creators have not given me credit, which is fine. Uh, it's fine because they know in their heart that they did not come up with that recipe, but you know what? It's all right. But uh, yes, I create basically all of the recipes that I get, whether they're original ones of mine or from someone else, and I tweak them. So in a way, I am still giving credit to the original creator, but I'm also creating the recipes and tweaking them to be more macro friendly and on my own as well. So whoever my niece or nephew is that asked that, that is where I get those. The next question I was asked, biggest red flags for a girl. Ooh, this is a good one. I usually get red flags for guys, but I don't normally get them for girls. So this is a good one. So red flags for girls. This could also apply to men too. So some of these won't just apply to women, but I think the first red flag is someone who is unwilling to recognize their wrongs in a relationship or an ex-relationship. So for example, this goes for men as well. If I'm speaking to a friend and they are unable to identify why the relationship went wrong on their end and they put all the blame on the guy or the girl, however you roll, I would find that to be a gigantic red flag and I would run for the hills because someone who is not willing to admit or even self-reflect as to what they could have done better is someone who is not self-aware of their own actions and their own part in a relationship. And in that specific situation, they are basically saying that they weren't in a relationship, but that they were seeing someone who is basically essentially taking all of the blame. Now, you're going to ask me, Jen, what about in a situation where the other person cheated on them? Great question. Am I saying they should have cheated on the other person? Absolutely not. They're a piece of trash if they did that. However, you also have to look at yourself inwardly and ask, why did that person cheat on you? That's the first question I ask. And it's not saying that it's giving them a reason to cheat on you, but ask yourself, was there something I could have done differently to either properly communicate with this person or what was their reasoning for cheating on me? That would be the first question I would ask. And if, okay, the person cheated on you, you couldn't have done anything differently. The question I would then ask you is why would you choose someone who was so openly willing to cheat on you. So again, this is still self-reflecting as you can see. I'm The pattern that I'm going through is I'm looking inward and seeing what I could have done differently. And that's, again, not to say that cheating is good, that cheating is okay and it's allowed and whatever, but 
being able to kind of follow a thought process of what they could have done differently. That would be my first red flag in a woman. The next red flag in a woman that I would find are girls who talk constant trash about other women for literally no reason at all. I am talking about your girls who are in their 20s or 30s who are literally mean girls from high school who have never outgrown that phase of their life. Women who constantly have something negative to say about another girl for no reason at all. Total red flag because I think for many of us who understand that women or men who do this usually do it out of a projection of a inner lack of confidence within themselves. So like the comments about, you know, people's outfits or the way they look or the way they act or, you know, little things about whatever it is. I I find that to be a huge red flag. And guys or gals, if you are looking for, you know, good positive qualities in a woman when you are searching and trying to date someone, if they talk like trash about other people, red flag, on to the next person. Because more than likely, they're at some point going to talk trash about you. And that's just not, it's not a good look, in my opinion. It's not a good look. Another red flag that I would find in a woman is someone who lacks hobbies or things to do outside of trying to date or a relationship. So this can be, I think, detrimental to a lot of people in relationships because if the girl is in a relationship with her her significant other and her whole entire life revolves around that significant other, there's no balance. And I don't find that to be healthy personally. I think it's very important to, we talked about identity before, maintain your identity in a relationship. And your identity revolves around the things that make you who you are. And if you don't have anything that makes you who you are, whether you're artistic, athletic, loves to cook, whatever it is, if you don't have any of those things going on, whoever you're trying to date is not going to be able to, A, appreciate you as a person and an individual, but also, B, have the space for them, like, as individuals to do their own thing as well because you're going to be wanting to constantly tag around. And I'm not saying you can't, but people need space and time to miss you. And if you're constantly wanting to do everything with your person, I don't find that to be healthy. One of the last red flags that I will put up here, which maybe I will make a whole podcast about this, is someone who refuses to work on her issues. And this, again, goes for men as well. So someone who says, well, that's just, that's how I am and that's who I am. And I'm not talking about a girl who's like, well, that's just who I am, goes to the gym. That's a big part of her identity. I'm talking about someone who during a fight storms out, you know, gets extremely angry and that's how she processes things. Or maybe when you guys get into an argument, she gives you the silent treatment and that's her way of processing things. That is just a lack of, again, self-awareness, but also a lack of growth on her part. And I think that someone who is not growing and evolving is not someone who is looking to grow and evolve with you 
in your future as well and willing to work on things because if she's not willing to work on herself, it's going to be very difficult for her to work on things with you or be able to have the capacity to work on things with you if she is not able to work on herself or have the capacity to do so. So that is just my two cents on red flags in a girl. And this could also be applied as a as a man as well. Uh, my next question, please don't leave me on open again. I probably left you on open because you might have said some out-of-pocket stuff, so maybe don't say out-of-pocket things. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just that's just me. I could be wrong. If I left you on open and you're my friend, I'm so sorry, but it, more than likely I probably responded if you were my friend, but if you said some out-of-pocket stuff, yeah, no. My next question, what are your comfort shows and movies? This is a great question and actually one of my favorite questions that I've asked. So I have a few. When I need comfort, I actually love watching shows like Gilmore Girls. I love The Office. A new one since the pandemic was Jane the Virgin. That was a great one. Uh, don't laugh at me, but I love American Horror Story. And it's very much my comfort show. This, specifically the first season. I don't know why. I just really like that show. I find comfort in it. Um, I love Perks of Being a Wallflower. That's one of my favorite movies ever. And then I also enjoy... Um, it's the 10 Things I Hate About You. It has Heath Ledger in it and Julia Stiles. That's one of my favorite movies as well. So I have a few more, but those are just kind of some of the ones I love to watch. Also, can't forget New Girl. New Girl is a favorite. The next question I was asked, are you going to get a tattoo? This is a cool question. I actually don't talk about this a ton on my page. I already have a tattoo on my back. It's um, on the right side of my lower back. It is not a tramp stamp. It is just a tattoo. And it is a musical heart that I got when I was 18, when I was in college. And I actually intend on getting a few tattoos um, if I decide to pull the trigger on them in the next few years. I'm thinking my forearm. Sorry, mom. I know you don't love those. But... My intention is to get um, a Hawaiian phrase for two of my grandfathers who passed away on the same day within an hour of each other. So it was my mom's dad and my dad's dad uh, who passed away, both from cancer. And I really love cherry blossoms. That's like one of my favorite flowers ever. And I would really love to get cherry blossoms somewhere. So I might do like something on my forearm. I haven't decided if that's 100% what I want to do. So... The next question that was asked is, are you looking to date someone right now? This is not something I'm, I've, this is not something I've ever really been super open about on my page is my dating life. Just because people are so nosy and they like being in your business and they like knowing all the things about you and I'm just like, that's not my thing. So yes, I actually am dating someone already. I am not looking to date someone right now. We have been dating for a bit. We've been seeing each other for about a year. Dating probably since like the beginning of the year, I would say. We don't really have an official date on it, but I've been I've been serious about him for a while. And it's been going great. And I will leave it at that because like I said, you guys are nosy. And if you know me, I'm just not the person to put my business out there. The only thing I will hint at is his nickname is Tebow and 
I will leave it at that. How does it feel to be such a badass, beautiful woman? Whoever wrote this, thank you so much. And if it was another fellow woman, thank you. I really appreciate that. I don't feel like I take myself that seriously. So uh, thank you. I don't, I, I'm really bad at taking compliments. And that's all I can say is I'm just trying to be my most authentic self. And I guess it feels pretty good to be myself. And I hope that I can encourage any of you to, to do that for yourself because it's a pretty awesome feeling to just be your authentic self and be you because like I've said this multiple times but no one else can do that for you so yeah it feels pretty good and I hope for you that you can also feel like a badass beautiful man or woman as well all right the last question I will answer today is someone asked me to tell them a random fact I am full of random facts as you can see on my page and the random fact that I will tell you today is I am actually a military kid and I was born in California and I have moved all across the states, nothing internationally, but I am an Air Force brat. So I have gotten the amazing chance to meet so many different people and live in so many different places. And yeah, that is my random fact. I've moved a lot as a kid. I can't even tell you how many times I've moved total. I think it's been close to maybe 10 times, if not more, maybe 12. I, I can't even count anymore because I've moved so much. But yes, that has been my life. And maybe one other fact, I was homeschooled. So I, I did go to public school for a, a good chunk of my life, but I was homeschooled most of my life. And parts of me loved it, parts of me hated it. And as an adult now, I can appreciate the things that I didn't appreciate when I was a kid. So, yeah, those are just a few things about me. I hope you had a blast listening and enjoyed my podcast today. I know it's a little bit different than what you guys are used to. But next week, we'll be back with another topic, another thought-provoking topic, maybe a little, you know, heavier than the topic today, which is just random facts about me. And I hope you guys have a wonderful holiday weekend. I will see you guys in the next one. Bye.